Blog Talk Radio. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. guys, welcome to the uh, March 5th edition of Alternative Wrestling Radio. I am your host, Zombie Matt, and this special episode is brought to you, first off, by our sponsors at brownbutterwrestling.com, and we also have Joseph DeFalco, the third studios at JD3 Studio on Facebook, and we have Killjoy Designs on Facebook at Joe Killjoy Designs, or on Twitter at Killjoy Designs, and just a quick reminder that we still have the Fuck Cancer uh, shirts for sale. Uh, $5 of each purchase will go to Breast Cancer Research, and $5 will go directly into the pocket of former pro wrestler, promoter, uh, trainer, and whatnot, all-around good guy, uh, Jerry Gray. Uh, you can find that shirt at tinyurl.com backslash A-W-R-T-E-E, and that's A-W-R. T-E-E, and it's just the uh, Fuck Cancer shirt that's for the fundraiser. There's a couple other alternative wrestling radio designs there as well. Um, yeah, we've uh, we've lost a few last couple of days. Uh, King Kong Bunny, which came as a, a major shock. And uh, all I have to say is five. That's all I have to say is five. Uh, we also lost Jungle Boy's, Jungle Boy's father, Luke Perry. Um yeah, he had a serious stroke, and, and he just couldn't kick out. Um, our thoughts and prayers are with, with you, uh, Jungle Boy, and your family and, and whatnot. Um, let's go here. Um, all right, this episode is going to be uh, a focus on the Rumble on the Redwoods Pro Wrestling Promotion and Joe Suya. Um, I'd like to uh, welcome to the show Mr. Souza, 
Um, I'm sorry I'm slurring a little bit. Uh, I had to partake in some of the gimmicks. I took a pretty rough bump yesterday at the Dolores Park on my back and my shoulders. So I will be going to the doctor tomorrow to uh, get that checked out. Um, I'd like to welcome to the show Mr. Souza. Uh, welcome to the show, Joe. Hey, my friend. <clears throat> I was going to ask how you doing, but, you know, you just, you know, you told us here. And, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers to you. And, you know, uh, be well and, you know, get better. And most importantly, it, thank you for having me on. It's such an honor to be on your show. It's always my pleasure. It's it's nice having um, kind of an old school type of opinion, but with, you know, a little bit of new school blended in there. You're kind of that mixture which is kind of cool, that whole hybrid thing. But let's get down to the brass tacks. Uh, we're here to run down your upcoming show. Um, run down the date on that one for me, Joe. Rumble in the Redwoods. Hold on for a second. <clears throat> yeah, I didn't want to cough in your ear. Uh, Rumble in the Redwoods 6 is going to be Saturday night, March the 30th, and it's going to be at Redwood Acres Fairgrounds in Eureka. Bell time is at 7. The doors open at 6. All right. Well, I, I wanted to um, – I wanted to have you on just to, you know, basically run down the show and um, let people know, you know, what to what to expect. Um, this show is is I'm I'm looking at the lineup and it's different than than past shows. You have quite the um, different array of talent. Um, let, let's start with um, uh, Joey Gonzo, who has just broken in, really good kid, um, taking on Bruno Beretta, who's uh, not so good of a kid. Uh, this is their rubber match, if you didn't know, Joe. They actually had a dark match for Gold Rush Pro Wrestling uh, a few months ago, and then uh, this past Friday night for uh, West Coast Pro Wrestling in South City um, for Scott Brigante, they had a dark match, and they're one and one So you will be hosting the rubber match in these two guys. Um, what, what made you decide to put this match together? Well, <clears throat> well, uh, just to emphasize, this will not be a dark match. This is going to be uh, – uh, I, I don't do dark matches. So um, Sparky Ballard, uh, good, good friend, uh, my senior official, and brings the ring up from San Francisco. And that is such an awesome – he does such an awesome job. Brings the ring mm-hmm. up with his ring crew. And every year what I've done as a special thank you to him, if he has a couple of uh, you know young lions uh, you know doing really well and – uh, wanting to perform before what I call the beast, which is several hundred people, uh, you know, give them a match. And so I let, so I, you know, Sparky books it, and then he gave me heads up. It's going to be Joey Gonzo and Bruno Barretta. They were, uh, and when we talked, this was after their first match. And he mm-hmm. said they did such a good job that, you know, uh, let's have them come up and uh, do a match. I said, done deal. So I've talked, I've reached out to the both of them and I've got their music. We've talked and they've expressed, you know, their appreciation for the opportunity. I said, Hey, the, the pleasure is all mine. Are you kidding? Uh, you know, so once they kick through that curtain and they're going to see the beast before them. So uh, maybe a little different of a, of a view or a different type of a slant, if you will, because my promotion up here, it's, it's strictly old school. Uh, what I do uh, promoting or producing, if you will, is I, I do it as I saw it as a kid. And as a kid, you know, I watched the, the Roy Shire promotion a lot, as well as the Don Owen promotion. So you get a combination of that, 
and the good ring psychology, and you throw in a little bit of me, and there you go. And for what I've seen of uh, the first match, I have yet to see the second match. I'm going to give that a look-see. I hope it's on YouTube. But uh, I expect nothing but uh, big things from these two boys. Uh, it'll be a good match. A couple hard-working uh, athletes they are. I I think you're going to like Joey Gonzo. Um, he's kind of a a mixture of the boogie-woogie man and kind of a superstar Billy Graham type of uh, hippie-ish type of uh, a character. And, and he's, he, he connects with the crowd. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen him, you know, quite a few times now. Um, since he's broken, and, and he's gonna, he's going places. I'm, 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 I keep giving him, you know, keep telling him, go to the hate, go to the hate district. You know, walk down the street. You know, cut a promo walking down hate street. You know, there's, there's a gimmick there, and there's money. And his, his catch, uh, his hashtag is, um, uh, you will be experienced. And Bruno is the, the perfect heel to go up against him, and you know. Br- you know, Bruno. Bruno's Bruno, but you're going to have a good match. And you know, promoters out there that actually do the the wrestling show in a box, as I like to call it, uh, with Sparky and his ring crew, I suggest booking these guys uh, as well. Um, they're they're a, a, a good match to heat up the crowd. And uh, yeah, that that you're going to be impressed when you see them. Uh, next up, we have uh, Latino Blanco taking on one third of the four minutes of heat. Mr. Rockin' Ricky Gibson. Um, I do not know who Latino Blanco is, and I'm getting familiar with Mr. Gibson. Um, how did this match come about? Well, <clears throat> Latino Blanco, he's an old hand. Uh, he wrestled uh, wrestled up in Portland exclusively for uh, BCW and the WCWC uh, years ago. And wrestled up and down the West Coast. And I you know, contacted him and said, hey, you know, come on down. Because he, too... The thing with Rumble in the Redwoods, since the first show, everybody that's been on the card, they all want to come back. Everybody. And my inside thing is, if I, if I were to have everybody come back, it would take a month of Sundays to accomplish all that. I mean, you know, the, 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 the drive is long. You know, I'll grant you that because I've done it regularly, you know, for months, you know, monthly down to the Bay Area and also up to Portland. So they all know, you know, so they all have the idea down. Now, as for Ricky Gibson, now up in Oregon, he's known as the rock god, and he is associated with the four minutes of heat. Down here, he's a baby face. He's a good guy. Uh, he's rocking oh. Ricky Gibson here. So with him and the four minutes of heat, uh, they're in separate dressing rooms, kind of weird. Uh, uh, Al Tubbs, their manager, said, well, why is Ricky Gibson in the good guy dressing room? Because he's a good guy down here. Uh, it's kind of like with the old, uh, in the territory days. In Portland, you know, Dutch Savage and Lonnie Maine were outrageously over baby faces. But going to San Francisco, Dutch Savage and Moondog Maine were big-time heels, even though, you know, Lonnie did turn baby face in San Francisco. But when Dutch went down there, it was to go after one man, and that was Pat Patterson. So the fans haven't forgotten Ricky Gibson. They love him here. And, you know, we talk regular, and he said, you know what, for you, I will wrestle the good guy style. And he goes, once in a while, sometimes I do need that fan adulation. And I figured, why not open the show with a classic scientific match, uh, a la Roy Shire and Don Owen? Mm -hmm. Uh, 
Uh, and I know fans will, and, and I know, I almost guarantee the fans will enjoy it. Hmm. So you're going to start off with a little scientific to begin. You know what, that, it makes sense. Uh, looking at the lineup, it makes sense. Uh, now we're going to, we're going to have a title match. Uh, I don't know if this is the actual order of the, of the show. I don't know. I'm just, this is the, the sheet I have. So you, you don't need to let, let us know, but, uh, gold, the gold, gold, uh, Gold Rush Pro Wrestling Lady Luck Champion uh, Lisa Lace will be bringing her title, her championship, up to defend against Pacific Northwest Stallworth, who's wrestled a who's who of the women up there, uh, Miss Sunny Days. Um, this one is interesting because Sunny is a veteran that doesn't have a problem getting into her car and driving down to the Bay Area to defend the title. So this one, I have no idea what, what's going to go down in this one, but uh, Lisa Lace has been on such a run since she's come back from uh, her knee surgery, and uh, she's pretty much grabbed the mantle of Northern California's top woman uh, performer. Um, what, what made you put this one together? This is, this is a NorCal against uh, probably Pacific Northwest. Uh, how'd this one come about? I like this one. Well... Well, well, the sheet that you have, this is the this is the official lineup sheet from the souvenir program I took a picture of. So these okay. are the matches in order from the, the okay. bottom, which is the opening match, up to the top. Now, watching Lisa on a couple of uh, the Gold Rush matches, and especially the, the Lions Cup uh, tournament thing, uh, she got my attention. I went, dang, she, she is good. And She's so not just I another pretty face, oh, Joe. You know, she's not. She's she's more than a very good looking woman. She can really hold her own. Uh she's got work to do, but we all do. So Right, well that's what I mean. Oh, I'm talking about from an athletic point. I mean very attractive, but uh very athletic, very knowledgeable and you know, in this game everybody, you know, pays her dues and everybody has a lot to learn, uh yourself, myself included. So mm-hmm. I approached Sparky and I said, Can we have a title defense of the Lady Luck Championship? He goes, Well yeah. So I reached out to Lisa. We talked for a little bit, and I just needed to find an opponent. And it turned out that Sunny Days, uh, she uh, she doesn't hold a championship belt right now. She uh, relinquished the BCW Ladies title uh, a couple of months ago. But from a historical point of view, she was the very first Pacific Northwest Ladies champion. So that's plenty huge. And so she was actually going to come down as a fan. Uh, to watch, to hang out, watch a show, because, you know, quite a few wrestlers, you know, well, if we can't be on the card, we'll just come down and watch. And mm-hmm. so I talked to her, and I said, well, instead of coming out as a fan, would you like to work a match? And she said, well, yeah. And, uh, you know, I know she's rough and tough. Uh, and I go, well, you'll be challenging Lisa for the Gold Rush uh, Lady Luck Championship. And she said, you know what? That'll be pretty cool, because if I can pull off the win, I will take the belt back to the Pacific Northwest, which... Incidentally, tonight on my Facebook Live uh, at 8 o'clock, Andre the Giant is going to be my first guest. And at the second half of the hour, uh, Sunny Days will be my second guest. So it will be interesting to see how this all coins in. So so I expect this going to be a really, really good match. And what's funny with a lot of the wrestlers, uh, when I first started doing this, you know, people started saying, well, this is going to be like a DOA thing against a DCW thing or an APW thing. And, and I quickly mm-hmm. cut everybody off and I said, no, I quickly cut everybody off and I go, no. When you all come in here, 
you are Rumble in the Redwoods talent. Bottom line, this is not a politic thing. Uh, and they get that, especially uh, the way the atmosphere, the crowd is. So it's going to be an interesting match. I'm, I mean, I will be at ringside. Not only I do the ring announcing, but I do the play-by-play. So I'm, I'm very intrigued with this one to see how this is going to go, Matt. Yeah, this one's going to be a barn burner. Um, and next up, we have a grudge match. Uh, Pacific Northwest uh, Stallworth, another one. This guy's been been around forever. Wrestled with Ed, with everybody. Uh, teams with uh, uh, Doctor Luther. Uh, Doctor Cleaver will be taking on Johnny Paradise, and yeah, this is going to be a grudge match. Um, let's talk about the grudge. Um, why don't they like each other? Well. Well, first off, you know, Dr. Cleaver, he, he goes to the beat of the, he goes to the beat of his own drum. I mean, he even there's mm-hmm. other bad guys that kinda of look at him and shake their head as like, Really? I mean, uh Doctor Cleaver he's been in the business for a long, long time. Uh yep. trained uh by the late Sandy Barr. You remember him? Mm-hmm. Uh Sandy tra- Sandy broke uh, broke him in, trained him and uh does everything right. Uh he can wrestle the good guy style, the bad guy style, but he prefers to wrestle the bad guy style. That's just a dog for you. And Johnny Paradise, he's been in the business for uh, quite a while as well. Now, these two up in Oregon or in the the NWWA, they have brawled. I mean, it's been disqualification after disqualification, double disqualification. Uh, They've had strap matches. I mean, they just continuously just beat the daylights off each other. And so uh, Johnny wanted to come down here, and I go, well, Dr. Cleaver has an open contract, and since you two have this, carry on going up there. How'd you like to have it continuing here? So I talked to both of them and they said, yeah, let's do it. So grudge match. Here we come. (laughs) You know, Joseph, I'm seeing a pattern here. Uh, We, we have a hot baby face opener. We have the young lions, we have the ladies, and now we have a grudge match. I, I, I see that you're building your card the same way that Roy Shire would. And, and much Compliments to you for that. Um, Thank you. Next would be a tag team title, uh, tag, not a title match, but it's a tag team bout. We have Lone Star John Pittman, who I don't know, and and Tommy Celsius, who I don't know, taking on a couple gentlemen I do know very well. Uh, Daniel Torch, who has really come into his own since uh, turning heel and uh, getting Emily in his life, and then the greatest in-ring performer currently. In all of the Western United States, wrestling personified Rick Luxury. Um, this is going to be a hell of a tag match because Rick and Torch are a pretty good team. I don't know much about Pittman and Celsius, but um, let's let's break down that tag team for me. Let's let the listeners know about these two guys. Okay, well, Rick Luxury, as well as Lone Star John Pittman, they're not strangers. Uh, because uh, Luxury wrestled up in Portland for a while for uh, Frank Culbertson's Portland Wrestling. So he's wrestled Pittman quite a few times, so no strangers at all. Uh, Tommy Celsius, he's wrestled uh, up there uh, many a time, uh, has, not, has not faced either Rick Luxury or Daniel Torch. Now, Torch has always been a bad guy here. Uh, once he showed up with that Justin Bieber shirt, that was that was it. That was all over for him. I mean, I mean that that went like a fart in church, man. I mean, the fans did not like it, and so he's a so heat George, magnet. You know, oh yeah, he he he's took it and ran with it, which it, 
Oh, yeah. And, you know, I've seen him wrestle as a, as a good guy as well. But, I mean, very, very talented, very diverse uh, individual. So it's going to be kind of a, a pick'em match. Uh, you know, Rick Luxury, he's been in this business for a long time, trained well, does everything right. And all four of them, I mean, all four very solid wrestlers, and I think this will be a, a very, very good tag team match. Mm. Solid, probably going to be the the match before intermission. Um, that yeah, this one, this tag match looks really good. It, and the actually, next match will be a- actually. Actually, this match won't be the match before uh, the the following match will be the bout before intermission. Oh, okay. So we have a special challenge match. We have Fire Rose coming down from the NWA to take on everybody's favorite, Andrea the Giant, in a special challenge match. Um, I, I see this as Andrea squashing uh, uh, Miss Rose and getting on the mic and challenging Lisa Lace for next year. Um, that's what I, I see happening. Um, just because Andrea the Giant is the the female version of the immovable object, you know, the, well, uh, the, the whole, all the cliches about Andre, I mean, it's, it's the same or all about her. She's a sweetheart. Right. And, and she's, she's very, very good at what she does. Um, let's talk about this one. Um, when you announced the match, I was a little kind of intrigued why you were bringing in Fire Rose. Um, what? Well, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. No, no, that, that's the question. I was it's just, oh, oh. I was intrigued. Okay. Well, Andrea the Giant, she is my most popular wrestler here at Rumble in the Redwoods. And I know that there's other areas where she works as a heel, but five years ago, or check that going on six years ago, when she first came in, the fans took one look at her and that's our girl. And at the end of the show, she came up to me, she's going, Joe, I'm a bad guy. And I just gave her that blank stare and shook my head no. And she goes, what? And I went, you might be working heel everywhere else, but here you're shaking hands, kissing babies. Not in that order. I'm telling you right now. Uh, I mean, the fans adore her. I mean, she she is over. I mean, I'm telling you right now. Now, with Fire Rose. Now, Fire Rose, you know, she you find wrestler on her own, right? You know, she she also ring announces for NWWA. You see, her dad is NWWA promoter owner Dan Klosser. Now, now this kind of this kind of circulates around Boyce Legrand and Lucian Delight. Now, last March 24th here at Rumble in the Redwoods Five, there was a tag team match with Andrea and Hanuki Akua. They took on Daniel Torch and Doctor Cleaver where the stipulation was if Hanu and Andrea won the tag team match, which they did, then Andrea got five minutes with Lucian Delight after what happened the previous year at Rumbling Redwoods 4. So they won. Andrea got a hold of Lucian and pretty much uh, took him out, did him in, and he had to be helped back to the dressing room and that type of thing. Well, I guess he's been pretty been out of shape about that since. And he's been talking with Fire Rose. And Boyce Legrand's been talking to Fire Rose. So, you know, Fire told me, hey, I want to come down. And I hear Andre has an open contract. I want to take her on. I want to challenge her. And I go, sounds like you have an axe to grind. And Fire goes, no. Well, yes, I do. Uh, I want to get revenge for what she did to Lucian Delight. Now, me and Boyce Legrand... We don't. We may not say eye to eye here in Portland, but Lucian's been really, really nice to me. And you know what? 
I'm going to come down and get some revenge. And I thought, okay. So, once again, being that said, that's going to be a very interesting match. And also, Andrea is going to be on my Facebook Live at 8 o'clock. So, you know, for our fans out there, just go to Joe Souza, my Facebook, take a look-see and a listen. So that's going to be kind of an interesting match there, too, that uh, Fire is coming in with issues and an axe to grind, and Andrea, well, we'll see what she has to say about all this come tonight at 8 o'clock. And your semi-main event here, we have two teams that have been doing their thing for for quite a few years in the Northwest and uh, plus other areas. We have uh, Billy and Eddie, four minutes of heat, taking on Chief Atakula Kula and Daifola Debashi, who has been, Daifola has been, I mean, in the Northwest forever, ever. And, you know, the the Chief has been working all over the world. Uh, This is going to be an interesting tag match. Um, I'm kind of surprised that you have um, that you're you're kind of featuring a tag match in the semi. Maybe a little hint out there that we may get a a tag team title type situation. I'm not. I don't know anything. I'm just floating rumors and innuendo because I like to stir the pot. Um, how did the? I, I know these guys. These teams have gotten together before. Uh, how did you end up booking these two teams? Well, the four minutes of heat. They were here. Last year at Rumble and Redwoods 5. And they took on the Northwest Express, Marcus Malone and Flex Walker. And they made such an impact. The fans did not like them at all. And their style so reminds me of the late tag team of the Gringos Locos, Love Machine, Art Bar, and Eddie Guerrero. As a matter of fact, their finishing move, their finishing move is the uh, suplex into the frog splash. And, uh, and with their manager, Al Tubbs, whew, I'll tell you what. So... And meanwhile, Diopolo Debashi, he's been up there forever. And he's teamed up with Chief Atakulakula, the World Powers. They've wrestled all over the United States. Most of the places they wrestle as bad guys or someplace where they wrestle as faces. And, and the story behind this one is Chief has issues with Boyce Legrand. And they had a match a couple of months ago up in Portland uh, for, uh, at that time, Boyce's uh, NWWA uh, championship. He was NWWA champion for uh, a couple of months up there. And so, anyway, uh, you know, has issues with him, wants to settle the score, and he wanted to come down here as a fan, Chief did. And Diophila said, Hey, Joe, I'm going to come down with Chief. Is that okay? And I said, Yeah, that'd be cool. You know, I haven't seen you, I mean, I haven't seen you Diophila, in about since 2005, 2006. And Chief saw him a couple of months ago because he took on El Gran Bebe in a cage match with the cage on fire in September up in uh, up in Portland. And I'll tell you what, that was nuts. But anyway, so meanwhile, I'm thinking about this, and it was one of those V8 moments that went upside my head, and I'm thinking, I've got the world powers coming down here as fans. What am I doing? So I go, guys. Since you want to come, since you're coming down here, you want to work a match. So, I'm the only West Coast promoter that has them booked as a tag team here. And after here, they may be done with the West Coast for a while because they're going to be going back to the Midwest and the East to do some traveling as a tag team. But that's going to be a hot match. Uh, the World Powers coming in, and they're going to get a hero's welcome as they take on the Four Minutes of Heat, which is 
Billy Moon and Eddie Pearl with Al Tubbs as their manager. By the way, that match is two out of three falls. Hmm. Well, uh, I actually have a quick commercial break that I need to play, Joe, so uh, you need to just hold on just a minute. Oh, okay, nope. I'd like to welcome to the show, Mr. Boyce Graham. <laughs> you already know who it is. It's the bad boy, Boyce McGrand, your Pacific North Coast champion. <laughs> well, now, Mr. Legrand, how are you tonight, sir? I am doing very well. I'm doing very well, Mr. Souza. And how are you? Well, hmm. Quoting uh, the late Harry Morgan as Colonel Potter from MASH, uh, the past few months, I'm pretty sure you can attest to this, I feel like I'm playing the part of a one-legged man in a butt-kicking contest uh, with, uh, with everything that goes on up here with, you know, the, you know, the promoting, the postering, the whole bowl of white. You, you know what I do, boys. You know what I do. I know what you do, my man. And we are just over three weeks away. Rumble in the Redwood 6, the bad boy returns to Humboldt County, Eureka, California, to defend his Pacific North Coast Championship against Rocket Boy Brett. Come on, Joe. You think Brett actually has a chance? You saw what I did to him last year. You think he has a chance this year? <laughs> uh, boys? I think you need to watch that match again. Matt, you might want to take a look at this match, too. Uh, I have. Memory yeah. serves me right. And, okay, and as memory serves me right, boys, and you even said this yourself, you, uh, when Brett was putting you to bed, putting you to sleep, you actually thought, okay, the belt is slipping through my hands. I might be leaving Eureka without a belt. That was you saying that, Okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on. It was a great match. It went all, it went all three falls. Laugh all you want, but uh, I mean, it came within a second. Because just to recap for our fans and listeners out there, on the, in the third fall, you and Brett were on the outside of the ring, going toe to toe, going at it. Referee Sparky Ballard was totaling the count, and when he got to nine, you threw a punch where Brett ducked and inadvertently flipped you back in the ring as Sparky Ballard hit 10. So Brett got counted out, and you became North Coast champion. And it was a classic match. It was a real good match. And I figured, you know, Brett came very close. So he's entitled to a rematch, but I don't want to have any of the, you know, the count out and what have you. So I made it a lumberjack match. You kind of forgot to mention that one, boys. Yes. So. Joe, look, my man, yes, I said that last year. I know what I said. And the reason I said that, did you see the look on Rocket Boy Brett's face? Did you see the look on his face, the heartbreak, the despair? Joe, it almost brought a tear to my eye. I had to say something 
to make him feel good. If I had if I had said anything other than what I did, it would have broke his spirit. It would have broke his heart. So he probably would have just unlaced his boots and left him in the center of the ring and retired that night. You just see the look on his face. I had to give him some words of encouragement, some wisdom. Believe it or not, the bad boy has a heart. But you know what? I'm going to put all that aside March 30th. All that's going to be put to the side because my only goal is keeping the gold around my waist. You know I'm a collector of belts. You know I'm a collector of championships. And this is one championship I plan to keep. I I, ex- I expect you to say that, boys, because I'm not expecting you to say, well, if I lose the belt, oh, well, no, you're the champion. You're the two-time champion. And you, and you need to come in with that mentality that you're going to come in and defend the title. But keep in mind, this is a lumberjack match, so if you inadvertently get thrown out of the ring or crawl out or take a breather, there's going to be wrestlers there. I mean, not I mean, not just your friends like the four minutes of Heat and Dr. Cleaver and Daniel Torch. No, no, no. I'm talking about guys like Rockin' Ricky Gibson, Chief Avakula Kula, Andrea the Giant, you remember her, as well as Diopola Debashi. <laughs> Joe, Joe, I'm going to tell you this right now, and I hope any one of them are listening right now. If either one of them puts a finger on me, that could be Andrea, that could be Atacula Kula, that could be Debashi, any of those wrestlers on the outside lays one finger on me, we're going to have problems, Joe. We are going to have now, problems. Now, now hold on, boys. Hey, this you, is supposed to be between me said, and Rocket Boy. Okay, you just said if they lay a finger on you. Now, are you talking about them actually attempting to attack you or them grabbing a hold of you and throwing you back into the ring, which is their job? I'm talking about them touching me. Joe, I'm a grown man. I can get back in the ring by myself. I don't need assistance. I am a 20, going on 22 years in this business, Joe. I don't need help to get back in the ring. I'm not that old yet. Okay? I, yeah. I didn't say you were that old, boys. I've, I've been in this business for at least 22, 23 years myself. Been a fan most of my life, and I've seen how these lumberjack matches go. And I can safely guarantee you there will not be any shenanigans outside the ring, both on the good guy side and the bad guy side, or as the late Buddy Rose would say, the nice guy side. If you, if you or Brett, it doesn't matter. I mean, both of you could flip over the top rope and out onto the floor. They will do their job and make sure that both of you go back into the ring. And they and they and they will not attack. There will not be no punches thrown, no shenanigans, no nothing. Now you just said if you happen to get out of the ring, I'm a grown man and no one needs to throw me back in the ring. Well it sounds to me, boys, you need to just stay in the ring. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. 
March 30th. We'll see. That ring is my home. That arena is my place of business. I can roam all around it if I so choose, Joe. You know how well, I you operate. Did. Well, you did mention a couple of weeks ago on the Facebook Live. Now, this is going to be a two out of three fall one-hour time limit match. And you explained to me and the audience, I don't know if you want to rehash this one, that, that quoting from you, this is you talking, that you could normally beat Rockaboy Brett two straight falls in five minutes, but because you're a nice guy and you had some derogatory things to say about the community and the fans here, and I'm not going to rehash that, you said you're going to take like 25, 30, 35 minutes. Uh, would you like to rehash that, or do we just move on? <laughs> you talking about the Humboldt Hillbilly Hick? Is that who you're talking about? I'm talking I mean, about uh, the fan. The Humboldt Hillbilly Hick. That's who you're talking about. Oh, and you're also talking about the Oregon inbred idiots that are going to be riding the garbage scow with the bossy and out of Kula Kula down to Eureka. That's who you're talking about, right? Now, before, now, before we go into that, who stand up, up there allowed for a year to buy a ticket to get in the rubble of the Redwoods, yeah, I want to give them a show. I want to give them a good show, Joe. They work hard okay, for now, that. Okay, now, hold on, now, hold on, boys. Before we go any further, Matt, you need a little background on this. Chief Atakula Kula and Diopla Debashi, they are going to bring a party bus from Portland down here with 12 lucky fans, and they're going to come down here to Rumble in the Redwoods to see the world powers try to uh, put the four minutes of heat in their place, and they haven't forgotten about Boyce LeGrant. So they're, uh, so they're on the Rockaboy Brett bandwagon and that type of thing. So, And for some reason, the four minutes of heat plus Boyce LeGrant they pulled, according to them, they pulled their money together, and instead of a bus, they're going to rent them a garbage scow to come down the ocean and the Humble Bay and that type of thing. And then Al Tubbs made it worse by saying, when they uh, go back to when we go when they go back to Oregon, they can uh, just take Rockaboy Brett with them. So, uh, and like I said, there's just a whole bunch of animosity. And I'll tell you what, I mean, the fans here, they're fired up, and they're ready for you, boys, as well as about 25 or 30 dear friends of yours, the Humboldt State Marching Lumberjack Band. You haven't forgotten about them. No, and I'm wondering why you even brought them up. Joe, you know that they're in college. They're supposedly in college, right? Am, am, I, am I correct in, in saying that? Yes, yes. Well, they sound like they're back in elementary school. Joe, maybe they need to go back to elementary and relearn what they've quote-unquote learned because what they're playing is not music. (laughs) Well, boys, hearing you now, I mean, several months ago you were calm, cool, and collected, and now – you know, you've got your game face on. It's either that or there might be a little bit of fear or a little bit of influence instilled in your head because you've got this band that's going to play the fight song for Rockaboy Bread as, in, as his entrance music, okay? And they're going to be right there chanting Humbo and watching you look at them, the animosity and the look of disgust on your face, 
uh, I'm kind of wondering if Rocket Boy Brett has inadvertently warped your mind and took your soul. Care to comment on that one? <laughs> warped my took my Joe, Joe, what have you? You must have been smoking Humboldt Spice. Mm-hmm. Because, my man, if you know anything about me, you know it's getting close to time. It's called getting the game face on. Joe, we are just over three weeks away, my man. We are closing in on the big date. I'm telling you, I'm fired up, and I'm ready to go. That's why the attitude is changing. That's why I'm getting more active and more fired up. That's why I'm ready to just bust Rocket Boy Brett right upside his head and break him in two. Joe, I will leave Eureka, California, the Pacific North Coast champion. I will keep my title. Let's flip the script a little bit. Let's say by some chance, Brett happens to defeat you. Okay. Okay, you're dreaming. And I know. And hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, brother. Hear me out. Hear me out. If, if he happens to defeat you, are you willing, as a man, and an athlete, and a respectable wrestler in this business, to not only shake his hand like he did for you last March 24th? But to also present him with the title. <laughs> Joe! Joe, in, in, in some fantasy world that you're living in, I guess that's a possibility. I guess oh, that's no, 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 yeah, no, yeah, yeah, okay, if it, okay, okay, in, in your case, if in it happens, world, if it happens, would you be willing to do it, yes or no? <laughs> Joe. Just to make you happy, because I am such a good guy, I have a heart. Yes, Joe, I will do that. But you know what? It's not going to happen. And that's why I can say I will do it, because it's not going to happen. Joe, at the end of the night, Rocky Boy Brett will be counting the lights, and I will be still Pacific North Coast champion. Why? Because I am the past, the present, and the future of professional wrestling. 22 years strong and counting. <laughs> well, boys, I do want to. Well, boys, uh, I Joe, do we're actually thank you up against I... it. So, okay. Um, let's get a let's get a final comment from. Uh, well, we just got a final comment from Champ. I know you're going to keep the title, and and I will see you come the 23rd, a week before this this coming show. So uh, be safe in the rain, boys. I will be talking to you very soon. All right, my man. Will do. See you on the 23rd. All right, my brother. Okay, Joe. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you have parting words um, uninterrupted by Boyce. And and just to let you know, I'm sorry, but that's that that was quote unquote paid programming. I'm an independent guy here. I need to get as much paper as I can. If he wants to buy time, he can buy time. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm a whore. I need money. But it is what it is. But Man, I, you don't I, have I, to apologize, okay? You don't have to apologize. I mean, like they say up in Alaska, no sweat, okay? <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> tremendous. I, I mean, in me, between, I mean, between you and me and everybody else listening and Mr. Legrand, I was – I had a gut feeling he was going to come on because I knew that he was not going to pass up this moment to come on to uh, attempt to berate me and talk with me on the 
on, on the podcast, what have you, which is fine because I want him in tip-top shape, tip-top condition, especially from the neck up, you know, mentally, you know, instilled, mentally game on for this match because, as you know, in this business, anybody can get beat any given night. And I'll tell you what, these two put on such a classic last March 24th I expect more as a promoter. I expect more of the same out of these two come March 30th. And Matt, I want to ask you uh, any plans on possibly coming up? Now, I know APW is running an awesome card the same night down in the Bay Area. Uh, are you going to be uh, any chance you might uh, think about coming up here to the North Coast, or just wait for it to come out on DVD? It's got to be DVD for me. Um, okay. I work weekends, and it's very. I, only get a certain number of paid days off a year, and those are actually spoken for. So, okay, you know, just is what it is. It's you know, and APW happens to be running a, a show that's going to uh, be quite newsworthy. They, uh, speaking of Pacific Northwest people, Brian Alvarez will be challenging Jungle Boy for the APW Junior Title. Yes, Brian Alvarez, so, a good good friend of mine, and that 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 that's going to be an exciting. Uh, match and and Marcus Mack, uh, dear dear friend of mine. I mean he 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 runs he runs a tight ship. Great stellar cards up and down the lineup. I remember a year or two ago at the New Japan uh, Wrestling Show, we were at the Cow Palace and Marcus came up behind me. He goes, Joe, give me a big hug. And he goes, Hey, Rumble in the Redwoods, and it's really cool going down to the Bay Area and people come up and you know they recognize me and we talk about Rumble in the Redwoods and the promotion has really made an impact you know, all over the place. And, and for me, that, that, that's really, really cool because all I do is just do old-school pro wrestling. That, 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 that's all I do. And, and it's gotten the attention of a lot of people, which is a cool thing. And, uh, yeah, it's just, like I said, this card, March 30th, uh, tickets are only 15 for reserve and 10 for general, and you can get your tickets at Ray's Food Place in the Valley West Shopping Center in Arcata, North Coast Role Play, North Coast Role Play on Broadway in Eureka, and at Redwood Acres on the day of the show, and I and there is no increase in prices on the day of the show. Tickets are the same price, 15 and 10, uh, family-friendly. It's old school. Good guys are cheered. Bad guys are booed. It doesn't get any more simpler than that, Matt. Now, I would like to personally thank you, Joe, for being the bridge to connect, you know, Northern California to Oregon to Washington. You're kind of in the middle. And uh, performers that have uh, or will be on the card uh, will have bled down here. We've we've had uh, Billy Pearl was in the Young Lions Cup this past year, and the year before that we had Marcus Malone, um, amongst others. So it's you know you're kind of like right in the middle, and and we have talent funneling in and out, uh, going up and down. And and I appreciate what you do, um, you know, keeping that area alive. And they're hungry. And you 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 know you you give them what they need, and I'm still gonna I'm still gonna give you the uh, I'm still gonna give you the business about running twice a year, but you know what if you if you <laughs> feel good about once, that's cool. If you think you I think you could do two, but you know we'll see, maybe maybe down the road, but I, I'd like to you know congratulate you on on running another tight, another tight show. I mean look at the poster. You got all your sponsors lined up. You know you you've got things booked. Way months ahead of time, um, there was nothing really changed card-wise since you announced stuff. 
So once again, I got to put you over for for doing a very professional job, and you know I commend you. Well, thank you, my friend. I really appreciate that. And real quick, uh, you know, I've, I've I've made the comment many times before, and Sparky's even said, Joe, we can run two or three times a year. And the reason I can't do it, you know, one once a year, because for me it's a several month undertaking. Uh, because of my shoot job, I work Monday through Friday at a hospital, and my shifts are 5:30 in the morning until two, and right after that. I morph into uh, promoting and booking and producing, which even though I'm at work from the neck up, I'm still thinking, you know, about booking and rumble and the Redwoods and that type of deal. And and my thing is, would the sponsors be willing to shell out, you know, the services rendered or the monetarily or what have you twice or three times a year with the economy up here? I don't see it happening. So I just make it once a year, and the fans know come around March or April, it's rumble in the Redwoods. I know that there's been, you know, maybe a, another group that's came up here a couple of times or people thinking about it, but the fans here know that, you know, Joe Souza is the local boy, and he runs a very good promotion called Rumble in the Redwoods, and I'm not putting no disrespect because what I'm saying is if I start worrying about what other people are doing, I lose focus on what I do, and I can't afford to do that, Matt. So that's why I have to keep myself firmly focused on what I do here. Fair enough. Uh, let's uh, get out plugs for uh, the promotion and your personal Facebook and all that good stuff. Cool. Uh, okay, for fans that want to come to uh, uh, check me out on Facebook, it's Joe Sousa, J-O-E-S-O-U-S-A. Uh, There's a picture of me with my three beautiful kids, Patty, Mike, and Jessica, and also the Rumble in the Redwoods Pro Wrestling fan page. Uh, go there, give that a like. There's hundreds of pictures from the last two or three Rumble in the Redwoods. There's video of the entire fourth and fifth show. Just scroll down, punch it in, and you'll check it out. Uh, Seven or eight high-definition camera angles, plus yours truly. I do the play-by-play. I do the ring announcing. My wife, Arlene, Mrs. Joe, she's head of security. Uh, It's just one heck of an experience. And... For you old school fans, you'll love it. For you uh, new folk, come take a look and you'll enjoy it. As a matter of fact, I got a compliment a few months ago. A gentleman made the comment that I was the reincarnation of Roy Shire, and I teared up when I I read that. And, uh, And I told him, thank you. He said, no, it's true. I've seen what you do. I've seen the way you promote, and it's very, very cool. And I go, it works. Old school works and that's just that's just my way of thinking man just my way of thinking all right joe it's uh we we're, we're done we did it uh it's that time you know it's that time of the of the year it is rubble in the redwoods time so it was great having you on well uh i am going to keep you in mind i i plan on doing a a roy shire uh round table discussion um podcast i i need to kind of slow things down in my in my my uh regular life but then uh i will keep you in mind for that and uh good luck with the show hopefully you you know you you pack them in you, you draw some heat you sell some merch sell some popcorn and you know i will be eagerly awaiting a dvd very good my friend and i will definitely keep in touch and uh let you know what's going on and once again such an honor for me to be on your show thank you so much all right, Mr. Susan, I'm going to knock you off. I'm going to wrap up the show. This should be up for download in about half an hour or so. Okay, thank you, sir. Take care. All right.
Okay, that was Joe Souza, the owner-operator, uh, head guru of uh, Rumble in the Redwoods Pro Wrestling up in Humboldt County, Eureka. Um, they put on a good show. If you're in the area, uh, I suggest checking it out. You know, if you're in uh, Oregon, drive on down, or uh, Northern California, maybe even drive up. It's up to you. I mean, if you're, you know, if you're near uh, the Eureka area, definitely check it out. The uh, Joe puts on a good show, and he. The list of performers, you know, speaks for itself, and not because some of the people that are booked on the show are friends of mine. That that's got absolutely nothing to do with it. It's just a a, a good, wholesome, family independent uh, production. So let's wrap up. Uh, I'd like to thank our sponsors, Brown Butter Wrestling dot com. Uh, Brown Butter, I can't I can't say enough about Corey, uh, what he does for. Uh, the industry, you know, with uh, selling merchandise, uh, shirts and whatnot for the boys and girls, and, you know, there are other things in the works. Uh, I can't thank Corey enough. Um, also, uh, Joseph DeFalco III Studio. Uh, Joe, Joey's got some, he's got a really good eye with a camera. Uh, he's done some really, really good stuff for um, FSW in Vegas and, and when Impact was there last uh, taping, and he'll be doing more when Ring of Honor comes. Um, also, uh, just announced for that Ring of Honor TV taping, one of the matches will be a qualifying match for the uh, Crockett Cup, which is coming back, which is, which is a pretty cool idea. Uh, we have the Briscoes, the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, taking on the is it, uh, uh, Jeff Cobb and... Jay Lethal, and the winning team will advance to the Crockett Cup. So it looks like that that's going to be a hell of a hell of a uh, match there. So um, also I'd like to uh, send out a little props for uh, Killjoy Designs, Joe Killjoy Designs at Joe Killjoy Designs on on Facebook and at Killjoy Designs on Twitter. Uh, Joe does really good work, um, inexpensive, you know, you could, uh, get a pretty good graphic from it at a pretty good price. Uh, we are still selling our shirts, like I said, uh, the Fuck Cancer shirts, $5 of all sales go to Breast Cancer Research, and $5 goes directly into the GoFundMe of former pro wrestler, promoter, trainer, whatnot, Jerry Gray, um, you know, let's, uh, let's, uh, kick uh, cancer in the stomach and give them a stunner. Let's uh, put a dent. Let's do our part. Uh, you can also find other Alternative Wrestling Radio t-shirts at tinyurl.com backslash A-W-R-T-E-E our show archives. Every show I've recorded, the Rubber Guard Radio Days as well as Alternative Wrestling Radio tinyurl.com backslash A-L-T-W-R-A-D-I-O um, See, we're going to be back in a couple weeks. To be honest, I have no idea what I'm going to be doing uh, later in March. Um, we'll see uh, what shakes shakes out of the trees, uh, per se. And once again, I'm sorry about uh, me being a little out of it. I'm, I'm uh, been partaking in some of the gimmicks. I, I took a pretty bad bump yesterday, and uh, I'm going to be seeing a doctor, my doctor tomorrow. So I went to uh, the ER last night, and then I'm going to see my my primary tomorrow. Something's uh, wrong here with the shoulder and my neck and my back so I'm going to uh, take care of that tomorrow 
But uh, also, you know, uh, Jungle Boy, Jack, you're in all of our prayers. I'm, I'm sorry about your dad, bro. You know, it sucks. And You know, Luke was a good guy. You know, he would come to shows and, you know, I mean, he talked, I, I met him in, in, nine, in 18, or in 2009 when you were, when Jungle Boy did his thing with, uh, with Fog City and, you know, also, you know, uh, at the Cow Palace and things like that. And, and uh, you know, uh, the Grim Reaper, you need to lay the fuck off, okay? We, we've lost too many already. Let's stop. Um. Also, want to throw a shout out to the Derfcast. Uh, shout out there to Fred Lazarus. Uh, I know you did not listen to the live stream, but I did ask kind of your question. So, uh, fuck you, bro. Talk to y'all later.